listening to The Horror Diet with me, your host, Liv Sampaio, the podcast that brings you everything horror, from TV film reviews to real life experiences and even some history. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. So I'm on my way to the most haunted house in Essex called The Cage, which is located in St. Osif in Clacton-on-Sea. It's received a lot of media attention and I'm on my way there now to interview the property owner, get an insight into what happened while she was living there. And also I want to tell you a little bit about its history and why it's nicknamed The Cage. So the property was a medieval prison And the prison's name, the cage, is a worldwide term used for these sorts of prisons to capture witches. And in this particular property, they captured a woman called Ursula Kemp, who was accused of witchcraft. And they kept her there amongst others. And it was also used, she was also hung there as well. And it was also used as a prison after this time. right up until the 19th century, so um, over 100 years ago. So I'm delving into its history, learning a bit about what Vanessa went through, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so this episode, I'm joined by the lovely Vanessa Mitchell. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for coming. Oh, that's alright. <laughs> no, I'm glad I caught you at the time that I have. Yeah. Um, so, tell us a bit about the history of this place. What, <clears throat> what's happened here? Well, I bought the house in 2004 to live in. I completely fell in love with it. Utterly fell in love with it. This is actually my childhood street anyway, okay. where I grew up as a child. So, I always kind of knew the house. I walked past, you know, to and from it every day from school. Um... And I was, work- I, was, I was living away since the age of about 18, came back a few times briefly to live in St. Osef and then, and then moved away again. On a visit home, um, I just saw the house was up for sale. And for some reason, I'd never had desires to own the house before at all. And uh, for some reason, I just thought, I've got to buy that house, I've got to buy that house, I've got to buy that house. Like, wasn't planning to move back, didn't. Wasn't thinking about moving back. I had a house in Newcastle. Um, which I was renting out, and I thought, right, God, I've got to sell that house quickly. I've got to get the tenants out. I've got to buy this one. And obviously you think, will it all work with the timings? And I thought, well, the chances are pretty slim. And as it happens, it was meant to be because basically I was living in this house within weeks. Um, I rang up my agent that uh, that, that, that was renting my place in Newcastle out, gave the tenants three months' notice. They left literally within about a week and a half, and then it was... Then it was sold to a cash buyer within literally two or three weeks of, uh, of me first calling. It happened so quick. And I think it was probably something like within like less than two months or something that I was living here. Yeah. So it was meant to be. It was certainly something that was supposed to happen. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I moved in in 2004. Okay, so that's, what, 15 years? Yeah, you've long time. Now. So when did you move out? I moved out um, early 2008. Okay, so you lived here for four years? Yeah, no, three years, three and a bit. Three and a bit, okay. yeah. So what made you... Because um, obviously you said you've, you've grown up around here, so you knew the past, you knew its history. Yeah. Did you... Did that ever think... Well, no, I didn't know. No, well, I didn't. I saw the plaque on the outside. Oh, okay. But to be quite honest, hadn't researched the history at all. I mean, I knew Ursula Kemp. I knew that connection. I mean, everyone does that lives here. Yeah. But I didn't know much more to it. I knew that um, one, the owner just before me, no, the, the one just before that one, had killed himself in here, had hung himself. I knew that. Um, then it was taken over by... Then it was sold to other owners who had it for about six or seven months, and they sold it. And then I brought it. Um, interestingly... Did none of that put you off? Well, no. Do you know what? It didn't. And I, I, and I think back now and wonder why it didn't. But it just didn't. It honestly didn't faze me. It didn't at yeah. all. Um, I didn't know the man in question anyway. I'd never met him, so it wasn't yeah. personal to me. And I suppose people die in, in houses all the time, yeah. really. Yeah. I mean, this house had seen... You know, it's hundreds of years old. It's seen many, many deaths over the years. Yeah. I don't really know why I didn't think about it more. <laughs> I've seen the dead since a child myself, so I'm aware yeah. of spirit. I'm aware of ghosts. I'm aware of entities, all of that. Okay. But I was so tunnel vision to buy it. Yeah. I, I look back now and I really don't know how I felt like that. I mean, I didn't even look at any other houses for sale in the village. I just, yeah. what, I just sold my house in Newcastle ju just to buy this. I didn't even think, oh, I'll just go... Because I could have got houses a lot bigger... Um, over the estate, more modern houses for the same money that I paid for this. But I don't know, something in my brain, it was calling me, I had to own this house. And I was completely tunnel visioned and nothing was going to stop me. And nothing did. Until, <laughs> obviously, I had to move out. <laughs> yeah, so tell us about that. Tell, tell um, us why, what made you move out? What was the nail on the head, basically? The, the, the activity started pretty much from day one. Lots of things happened. It was a very progressive... Um, it was progressive activity. It, um, it was always here. The activity was always here from day one. But it just got worse. It just got worse and stronger. Um, the very final thing that led me to move out was um, I'd, I'd had my son, Jesse. Um, I suppose he was about six months old, something like that. And when I'd had him, I knew that this house wasn't safe. For him, and I knew that wherever in the house I was, he had to be with me. So if he was upstairs, I was upstairs. If I was downstairs, he was downstairs. You know, I, I always kept him with me, always. Did you think the spirits would... Yeah, I knew the house wasn't safe, yeah. The house wasn't safe for me then, and it wasn't safe for a baby. And I really worried about that, actually, while I was pregnant, thinking, God, how can I, you know, protect this boy in, in this house? I really... It was a big, big concern. Because didn't you get pushed whilst yeah. being pregnant? Yeah, about eight, eight months pregnant. I was very heavily pregnant, really? yeah. I was pushed uh, from behind at the top of the stairs and I fell wow. straight on my side. But luckily I fell to the, to, the, to the left. If I'd fallen to the right, it would have been straight down the stairs. But, so, on this occasion... But by then I was completely living in my bedroom. I didn't use the rest of the house at all. I'd come in from work, straight up the stairs... Locked myself in my room until the next morning. I didn't come out at all. I had a TV in there. I'd bring flasks of tea up there, pack lunches, dinners. I didn't use any of the house. And one day, I, I had to iron some of my clothes for work the next morning. Um, I was in a very, like, quite high-pressured 
you know, um, sales job. Okay. Um, and so I had to look smart every day, and I thought, oh, God, I can't, you know, I'd, I'd pretty much run out of ironing because I, yeah. I wasn't coming down here. And I thought, okay, I'll go and do it. And I thought, thought to myself, right, I just need to iron a couple of things. I just literally need to, need to iron three things. It's going to take me a couple of minutes. Jesse was asleep, so I thought, okay, just leave him there. Instead of waking him up to bring him down for the sake of... And so yeah. I came down the stairs. I went into the prison room where the ironing board was, got my clothes, and started ironing them. And Jesse had these Thomas the Tank, en uh, Thomas the Tank engines. Yeah. And the ones, of course, with batteries in, and you turn them on, and they, they play, the, play the tunes. And um, just out of nowhere, these four Thomas the Tank engine toys just came from the corners of the rooms. The toys were there. They yeah. didn't appear. They were there already, but they certainly weren't turned on, and they hadn't been used for ages or played for for ages. They just turned themselves on, and they are literally... Um, so I circling around my feet in the ironing board, oh and I just... Yeah, how do you cope with... Well, people ask me how... Like well, my very first emotion, my very first thought, I was so angry. I was so angry with myself that I'd come out of my room. Because oh, there was a reason I'd always locked myself in my room for months. There was a reason I didn't use the rest of the house, and, and I was so angry. And my first thoughts are, you idiot, you shouldn't have come down, you shouldn't have come down, why did you do it? The second, obviously, was fear, and I'm thinking, Jess, Jess. So, I've... I've opened the stairs door to run up the stairs and um, I saw, saw a man at the top of the stairs. He had on like beige trousers and a white shirt. I couldn't see his face because if you notice, with the door you have to dip under yeah. to get up the stairs. Do you um, think that man was connected to the man that killed himself here? Possibly, but listen, like I say to people, they don't give you a name and leave you a note yeah. of why they're there. Um, so... Um, the fact that he was at the top of the stairs, possibly, because that's where actually the man hung himself, was at the top of the stairs. Right. But I don't like to say I know this stuff because, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. And, unless they come and tell you, you know, that then, and there's, and it can be misinterpreted as well. You know, I'm not an expert on, yeah, on an expert medium. I've always seen the dead. families as well. Yeah. And it could be. Upsetting. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not nice for anyone, but he was there anyway, nevertheless. And the problem I had was, of course, I'd left Jesse on his own for literally minutes. And then in that time, there was something in between Jesse and me. I'm at the bottom of the stairs. Jesse's at, you know, this thing's at the top and Jesse's in the room. Yeah, and then obviously... That was... Yeah, and, and to be honest, lots and lots of things that... So many things had happened leading, you know, in the three and a half years, you know, lead, leading up to me leaving. But that was the final thing. But of course, we'll say, why don't you leave? Why? And I'm the same. I watch TV programmes and movies, and you say, oh, why don't you just leave? Right. <laughs> yeah. But listen, in the real world, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So who's going to knock on my door and say, right there, Ness, there's a thousand pound to rent somewhere for your first month's deposit. There's a thousand pound for your, for, you know, because you have to pay the. Yeah. Who's going to come in and live in it? You know, those practical things. Yeah. Life doesn't work like that. Nobody knocks on your door and says, hey, listen, there's a few grand. Go and rent yourself a place because this house isn't safe. You know, it does And don't forget, this was quite a long time ago. So these days, every other program we watch is about hauntings. Yeah. Of course, you think about 15 years, there wasn't half of them. And it, was, it wasn't as anywhere heard of, as well heard of as it is today. Right, exactly. And, you know, now, every time, every, everywhere you look, you, there's millions of paranormal groups. And again, of course, back then there wasn't as many. It just wasn't as... Yeah. You know, and I think anyone now who has some trouble with haunting or anything, they can get help, good help, literally, in abundance. They can literally look anywhere and get help. But at the time, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Was that why you reached out to people 
for help, like, because you've been on quite a few uh, TV shows, you've done, like, some radio, um, and you've had people come in, like, experts. You've, you said about cleansing the house. Obviously, that's to get help to try and rid the, the evil from the house. What had happened was, over the years, I tried to get it cleansed when I left, and nothing worked. Nothing worked. I had people from all denominations... Um, all religions, all various things, uh, mediums, you name it, I had it and nothing, nothing worked. Yeah. Um, and I tried to, I decided again last year I needed to try again and I had um, a man called Father Ted Woodruff, a uh, man of God, and um, also a lady flew over from America called June Lundgren and um, also a woman of God as well. Both believers, both work with the angelic side and God and Jesus and do you know what? They, 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 they cured it. Um, they cleansed it. June came in first and took away a lot of negative stuff that was here. Because this house was bad. This house was that bad it wasn't safe. Yeah. People were having to sign disclaimers to come in here. Really? Because people were getting attacked and injured, yeah. And even burnt. I mean, seriously, oh, wow. this, it was silly. It was just stupid. It was a, I had a lot of regular groups come in here that, that would come here a lot and then just refuse. That, that had such a bad experience. I said, look, Nesh, you, we just can't come anymore. It's too heavy for us. Yeah. It's too much. But also to go back, I will say that I never went looking for paranormal people. This house was locked up and, and done for and empty for two years. Oh, okay. Somebody came to me and said, oh, I've heard you. Can I go and have a oh, look? Really? at?" Yeah. No, I never said, oh, I've got haunted house. Yeah. I rented it out twice after I left. Yeah. The tenants both left within a matter of months. So I literally battened down the hatches and left the house empty. Yeah. And um, after a while, somebody came to me. And that's when it all started. I didn't think about opening it to yeah. public. I didn't really think about anything like that. that it wasn't my world. I was, yeah. I was selling caravans for a living. Um, yeah, because I was going to say, like, obviously having an empty property, that can be quite like, stressful on someone, especially financially. Financially, um, it killed me. It still does. Yeah. You know, people think there's a lot of money in this. Well, I'll tell you, there's not. You know, it it, it was it was bad. You know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's currently up for sale now. It's been up for sale on and off for ten years. Yeah. But anyway, so going back to the cleansing, yes. So Father Ted came, and what 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 he, what he did worked. You know, he just and and the house instantly felt. I mean, the house is still haunted. The house is still haunted. But now that horrible black negative entity, because this house was literally evil, there was evil in this house, yeah. has gone. It's gone. Um, and it feels nice again now. It feels like a cottage again now. And it is still haunted. And there's still activity here. But it's nothing like yeah. it was. You know, you don't. people don't need that kind of evil in their life. That... That darkness. I don't know if you've had an experience of negative entities and no, demonic things. Well, yeah, it's horrific. You can't have that stuff in your life. You can't. It affects your life. It affects everything around you. It affects your relationships. Yeah. And it did me. You know, nothing but bad luck for so many years. And funny enough, since since Ted and June have done their thing, actually, my luck has changed immensely. You know, cr crazy. I know that does sound crazy. Yeah. I know a lot of it sounds crazy, but it's it's true. It all happened. Um, and how has it affected you mentally? Like, do you, are you quite paranoid about things now? Like, do you look over your shoulder and like... Do you know what, it's funny, um, I've always seen the dead since a child. Um, I had no choice to, it just happened to me since a young girl. And, and because of that, I've always been jumpy anyway. Because yeah. normally when I think there's someone behind me, there is. Yeah. Um, and I've had that since a, since a child. So I am actually quite jumpy because I expect it, you know, because somewhere, because I've had it all my life, and especially in this yeah. house, I do expect it, you know, because I know it's real, I know it happens. Um, 
But it leaves me with a feeling of very bittersweet because in some ways I just love this house because it's such a special house. It's so special and unique. Yeah. At the same time, it caused me a lot of pain and heartache. Um, and like you say, financial. Nobody can pay a rent and a mortgage. I'm a single parent. Nobody can pay that. Nobody yeah. can pay that. Unless you're on seriously good money. Um, so, you know, I, I feel quite... So it hasn't left me paranoid. It, 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 I always look back and think what I went through and think I was lucky to get out. I really yeah. do think that. I, I, I really think I was lucky to have, you know, let, leave when I did. <coughs> um, a friend just said to me one day, um, she's got a spare room in her house, I want to go and live in it. So I said, yeah, cool, and me and Jess went. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's how I got out. Oh, so cool. I didn't need the... Yeah. Because I, w I couldn't have got out in any other situation. She just rang up and said, do you want to come and live in our spare room? And I'm like, yep. So I moved <laughs> the other side of Colchester, which is quite a long way from here. Oh, okay. So, of course, I still had to drive back here to the village and to Clacton for my job and Jessie's nursery. Yeah. And it, it put hours on my day, hours of traffic and travelling, but that was better than being two, you know, five minutes up the road in a house like this, exactly. which wasn't safe. And you don't have to wake up terrified. Yeah. And um, so was it for the first year that you lived here, you were with a, a housemate? Nicole, yeah, she moved in she me the first day, yeah. She witnessed other... She did, ones. but um, uh, the, the majority, not the majority... She witnessed quite a few things, but a lot of it happened when she had left. Yeah. I think, cause, but I've seen... Maybe because you were vulnerable, you're on your own then. Yeah, I, I, I believe that, and also because I've always been able to see and hear anyway. Yeah. And I think Nicole, she wouldn't, you know, Nicole's typically something, and she'd think, oh, that's a shadow, she doesn't get it, you know. Yeah. Um, she's not, she wasn't, I say, born like that, or, you know, she doesn't understand it as much, or, or would even note it as much, and a lot of people don't, but I think I did, or... You know, if, if I knew I put something there, she would just think, oh, obviously I didn't. And I'm thinking, well, I know I definitely put it there. Why is it in yeah. the fridge? You know, stuff yeah. like that. Notice things more. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not only that, it's a feeling. I mean, everyone's going to notice stuff lying across the room and door slamming. We all notice stuff oh, yeah. like that. But you get that feeling as well and you just know and you just think, oh, you know, here it comes, here it comes. You just know, just know, feel it. Yeah. It's your sixth sense, isn't it? It's there for a reason. Yeah, no, definitely. And you've... Um, so obviously, because it's been unoccupied for such a long time, you've had um, different opportunities for it as such. So like you said, you've got had groups come in. So the people, do you rent it out for like people to stay like overnight for an no, experience? Um, no, I, I don't anymore. Some people did, did, did come. Yeah. Um, but that's not... Um, um, I, I, no, that, we stopped doing that quite a long time ago, actually. Um, I, and after certainly after I had the house cleansed, I certainly wasn't going to put the house back in a position where it could be, you know, negative could come into it again. Yeah. I didn't want the house to. Um, I didn't want the house to to suffer, or, you know, suffer any more than, than it had. I know that sound, again, it sounds a bit weird, but it's true. No, once, no. once I knew the cleansing worked, yeah. there was no way anybody else was coming back in here. Because I, I know, oh, I read somewhere um, that you banned. Ouija boards being used. Oh, that was banned years ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't want... I don't, I, people don't understand you. Mess with that stuff yeah. uh, uh, with your life. Mm. These people that say, I can control... Like, really, can you control that? Can you control that evil? I don't think anyone can. I don't think humans can. I think it's so powerful that if it wants to... Such a strong energy. It's such a strong energy, and it's dark, and it's negative, and I've had first-hand experience of it, and I'm telling you... I mean, I, I always say... 
the, the gentleman that killed himself in here, I believe strongly, if he'd lived somewhere else, or two up, two down, somewhere, I, I don't think he'd have done it. Yeah. I think what was in here was so bad. Do you think it, it drawn him to Absolutely. It? And, I, and I do believe that. Yeah. I really do. Because when you have that negative, negative atmosphere, and if you're depressed anyway, or if there's something a, a, a bit wrong anyway, when that gets hold of you, it would make uh, anyone, it, it could do, make anyone have suicide thoughts or, yeah. or kill themselves. And that's why you, you're lucky that you got out. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I, I honestly don't know how long I would have lasted if I'd have stayed. It was just so bad. I can't explain. It's just so bad. It was just, and it was constant, and it didn't go away. I mean, I remember one of the things I always look back. I remember picking Jess, parking outside the house, needing to come inside the house, and leaning up against that brick wall outside that house. And I didn't want to come in. I didn't want to come in. I didn't want to come in. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting thinking I can't go in there unless you have to you live there no you don't have to you need to stay out here you can't go in but you have to and I'm arguing with myself in my head if I need to go in this house or not and it was cold and then and I just remember looking up and the snowflakes started coming and they started going on Jesse's head so I put him inside my coat and I was literally so cold so I put him inside my coat so he wasn't cold and and still decided 10 minutes should I go in should I I mean how can you you can't live like that yeah because you're so terrified of your own house. That's... I mean, don't forget all this time I was a professional working woman. Mm. You know, no disrespect, and I don't mean this sound in a bad way, but I wasn't some weirdo who's off my nut. You know, that wasn't, yeah. this, you know, where people say, oh, well, she was always... That wasn't the case, you know. I was, I was a, you know, a professional work, you know, with, a, with a, an intense job. I had to be on the ball mentally. For, you know, to yeah, get my targets, you know, to, to, hit, to hit my targets at the end of the month. Yeah. A very competitive job. So, um, I, I know that you've got a book out, or two, two books? No, I mean, mean um, there's a book, Spirits of the Cage, which was written by myself and a co-author, um, Richard Estep, but I'm writing um, the book in my own words. Okay. Um, I'm writing a book in my own words called Secrets of the Cage. Right. And that's basically all me, exactly what I've said. Nothing's been changed. Nothing's yeah. been mucked about. Because, of course, the first book, all, all my words weren't put, put in it. My words have been oh, changed. Okay. Um, so this is all me from start to finish. I have no publishing date yet. In fact, it's not quite finished. I need to reboot some of it, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the... That's a, oh, that's coming, and that will be exactly what happened from because I've got there's a, there's a lot to say about three years of yeah, feelings of and emotions and living like that. Yeah, and you can't just pull it all into a twenty minute podcast. <laughs> It'd be, no, it's impossible. No, exactly. I mean, I say I feel for hours with people, and I say, listen, we need a movie. How can, I can't tell you all this stuff. You know, yeah, that would be quite a good opportunity, really, to do a movie. That'd yeah, be they need to. They need to. Somebody needs to. You know, the main thing is the main message I want to get across as well is. People that are stuck in a situation like mine, you, you need to have a little bit of faith in God. Yeah. Now, I don't want to make out like I'm this... I do go to church, but I don't want to make out like I'm this big God squad, you know. I believe I've had no choice to believe because from what I've experienced as a child. Yeah. Now, I was getting all advice from everyone, oh, we can do this, we can do that, to cleanse it. Nothing ever worked, but the two people that did come... Um, and cleanse it, get rid of the bad were people that worked with archangels and gods. And I want to I tell people to trust in that, because I did. And don't forget, I'd have nearly 15 years of, of everyone trying to do it. Yeah. All different 
ways mm. and this did eventually work and now the house you can feel it now it's comfortable i mean you might be roaming around later and something might fly across you know or something yeah. might happen but it, it's not that bad it, it's not that bad horrible negative anymore that's yeah. all gone i like you said I, I when i came in i didn't feel like negative energy no so that, if you'd have come in about a year ago, you probably would have. A lot of people would come in and walk straight out again. Yeah. We had we had groups that came in and said, "Oh no, this is this is too much." Yeah, a lot of groups that would leave early. Really, a lot of groups that would, would go and have so much activity they didn't want to come back. Mm. I think it's all right to say you want all the activity, but when it happens, I think it scares a lot of people, whether you're professionals or not. Yeah, and did you have um, while you had the people come in and? You had uh, video cameras, is that right? Yeah, there was the, the house watch? was wired with video cameras, so um, we caught lots of activity on that, so people yeah. could see what was going on in the rooms. Okay, and yeah, you, you caught a lot of activity. Yeah, on that. yeah, a lot of activity. activity on um, so you're selling the house. Yeah. Um, have you had many people come look at it? Well, the situation is at the moment. It's up for sale um, with um, a state agent called Florent Lambert. Okay. Um, he's based in Frinton on Sea. Um, he's called homedomus360.com is the um, email address. Okay, and I'll put this link. Uh, on yeah, my and I just well. want to say the number. Um, his, his number is oh one two five five six one seven nine seven eight. Now, he's actually currently in the process of selling the house. We've had all the photos taken. It will actually be officially on right move as from by Tuesday. Yeah. Um, we've actually had quite a lot of interest. I oh, mean, if you good. think I've had the house up for sale on and off for the last ten years, and I've had more interest since um, Mr. Lambert's been in charge of selling this house, and since the house has been cleansed in a couple of weeks, and I've had in ten years. Yeah. So well, that's, I, your, that's lucky, like your luck coming through. That's it, yeah. absolutely. And I know the house will be sold quite soon. So yeah, it's um, offers um, over two hundred forty thousand pounds because, um, of course, this could be a love. You know, this is such a famous house now. I've done eighteen TV shows all over the world. Yeah. Um, there's been books written on it. You know, there's so so much media t- attention. This this house courts. So it would be amazing for someone who wanted to buy it as a holiday rental. Yeah. you know, haunted holiday rent or something like that, mm-hmm. um, or to live in if, if they wanted to. But it's such a famous house now, but whoever b- buys it would have to be aware that this house is always, <coughs> excuse me, always going to bring forth attention from yeah. the media because it's made headlines now for, you know, for well over 10 years. And I don't think that's going to stop. If anything, you know, it'd be interesting the next person who buys it, what, what story the, the house will yeah. tell then. <laughs> so would you, once it's sold, would you feel any, like, um, upset, sadness towards it going? Or? Yeah, absolutely. If I won the lottery, I wouldn't sell it. Oh, really? But in reality, yeah. you know, this is a house that which is which is empty and you know i'm a single parent and i need money to to get myself a house again for me and the boys i rent a house at the moment and, and the rent is twice the mortgage of this really yeah it's ridiculous so um i just need to you know financially i need to sell it you know listen if i had money i wouldn't i'd keep it and love it and and especially now it feels so much nicer in here yeah. and now the haunting is just 
normal. If you can have normal, you know, you know, believe me, this is a normal haunting as opposed to getting scratched and burnt and thrown down the stairs. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, you, you can even come in now, I suppose. There exactly, are some yeah. points where you thought... Well, no, I, I couldn't come in for years. Yeah. I, I would come and do a meet and greet, and some people said, can you stay? You go upstairs, I'm like, nope, nope, no. Yeah. You couldn't pay me enough, I don't care. They say, oh, off you. Nope, don't care. I wouldn't do it, because I had so much bad bad happen to me in this house. I only came in when I had to for filming and for various things. And would never, of course, be on my own. Yeah. would never come on my own. But now, it's different. It's like I've fallen in love with the house again. And it's a shame because it, it, I have to sell it. But this house is like a living, breathing entity. It really is. This house is just decides what it wants for itself. Yeah. It's weird. Um, one last thing. Um, obviously, when you moved away, did you feel any negative energy when you moved? Or did, was that just in this house? When I... Um, when I first left the house, when Jessie was a baby, yeah, I had it for about three days, and oh. then it, and it was quite active actually in my new house for about three days. Then it, then it stopped. Then it left. Oh, okay. In fact, I had a picture um, in my new bedroom um, fly off the wall and across the room. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you not think, oh no, not again? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought it's followed me. It's followed me. It's followed yeah. me. But I've had those experiences all my life from a child, and I know entities can, can attach and follow, but they. And so, but I, I, just, I just thought, no, God, please, no, no, no. But luckily, the energy wore off after a few days. I think whatever came with me came back here. Yeah, oh, okay. In the end, yeah, because then the house was fine after that. Yeah. But I had a good three, three, four days of, no, this isn't right, this isn't right, this is something's, yeah. Something definitely came, but I think it went back. But all's good now. <laughs> all's good now. All's good now. And I know, obviously, now how to do better protection and everything else, because, of course... In those days, I didn't really know any of it. Yeah. Now, there's nothing I haven't researched. There's nothing I don't know since leaving this house. But, of course, back then, no, I didn't really... Um, I, I didn't know what to do for the best. And I think I just... I mean, I had the vicar in to bless it, you know, when I was living here. That didn't work. Yeah. Um, in fact, the funny thing is, the vicar came round and he looked all round the house. And what was quite an issue was the taps were always running constantly. The upstairs toilet taps, the upstairs bathroom taps. Okay. And that was just one of the things that was constantly happening. He looked around, looked in all the rooms. We came back downstairs for a talk. I was telling him all about the house. And then he got his robes on and his holy water out and his little altar. We went upstairs to start the, you know, the, the holy water blessing and the, the taps were full blast running again. I said, see, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't work. It didn't work, actually. Um, because the house just carried on being the same. He did say to me, if it doesn't work, call me and I'll come back. But by then he'd left the parish. And by then I just felt negative and thought well it's not going to work yeah. uh, but the funny thing is it was cleansed and cleared by two people of, of, of religion of god so yeah. um of the christian faith so it did work in the end but i look back and i think i obviously had lessons to learn i went through it all for a reason because yeah. it was a, such a horrific horrific horrible horrible time so if you could um go back and talk to yourself 15 years ago would you have, would you stop yourself from buying the house? Would you say, no, don't do it? God, I don't know, because I'm out the other end now. <laughs> um, I'm 50-50. I wouldn't relive it again. Yeah. I wouldn't go back. If they said, right, you can go back and do it again, I, I wouldn't do it. Definitely not. I wouldn't, because it was just too bad. It was just too bad. If they said you have to go back and relive it or buy another house, I'd have brought another house. Yeah. Because I couldn't live through that again. But asking me now, now it's all over, I can be 
optimistic you know I can be flash now and say no it's cool you know <laughs> and I've learned from it I've which I have <laughs> yeah 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 and which I have which is the truth and that's the only thing I can really take from it that I've, I've had the most craziest awfulest um scary horrific you know so many bad you know continue the bad words and you'll get how I how I felt when I was living here and and for many years after but now I feel differently. Now I love it again. But now's the time I have to let it go. So listen, I suppose at the end of it all, my job was done. The house is cleansed. The house was cleared. And if my reason on this earth was to come and be in this house and to do this and to go through that and then to make it better again, which I always thought was the case, especially in the last few years, I thought there's got to be a reason I own this house. There has to be a reason to get it cured, yeah. as I would say cured. Um, so it's happy again, and the spirits in here are happy, and they're released and they're gone. You know, I had every paranormal group, we've released the spirits. What happened next week? More. No, nobody ever managed to do it, apart from, you know, apart from June and Ted, so... And how long has it been since June and Ted came in? Um, June came last summer, and Ted came in, um, and it was still... It was still active after June had left, but she really did get rid of... Some very, very negatives here. And then Ted came, um, I think he came in November. And again, he got rid of the rest. Um, and um, the, the, the rest of the bad that was here. And, and now all that's left is just normal, natural ghosts with free will who don't cause any harm. And, yeah. and, and who, who don't, we don't know, who knows. I might leave the house, it might not be owned by me, it might start again. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I hope not, for <laughs> no. your sake. <laughs> well, it doesn't follow me. But. No, I, had, I, I, I don't want anyone to buy it that's going to start with that again. Yeah. You know, I want someone to buy it that's going to respect it for, for what it's been through. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but I'm not going to be the owner, so it's got really nothing to do with me. But, of course, I would like it to, to, to be respected again. And I don't want Ouija boards in here because you can bring it back as quick as you... As quick as a flash with stuff like that. Yeah. And the house doesn't deserve that. I think it's been through enough. You know, it's a medieval prison, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, it's had enough death and torture and pain. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting me come in and uh, take up your time and your evening. Um, but, yeah, for those who are interested in um, looking at... Maybe even interested in... Um, maybe putting in an offer um, check out my Instagram which is the Horror Diet Podcast uh, I'll put the link on there and also Facebook as well um, so yeah thank you very much thank you <laughs> so thank you for listening to another episode of the Horror Diet Podcast if you enjoyed that please like, subscribe, share leave comments, I really want your feedback and also give me ideas on what you guys want to listen to also, follow us on Instagram at The Horror Diet Podcast, and I hope to catch you next time.